and we are live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another edition of Respect the Craft Podcast. This is episode number 14, and I'm joined by a very special guest here as he 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 brings that white glove treatment. No gloves today, because it's all it's all business today. It's all it's all GM mode. So let's talk with the good buddy Shane Fair. How's it going, brother? Good, my brother. Thank you for having me aboard today. It's a special week we got going on here, so I'm very happy to uh, to definitely, have some definitely. time to speak about it with you. Let's do this. Definitely, it's been it's been a wild ride here on the podcast. We've been trying to we're matching the, the theme for Saturday. It's just been a wild ride with with all the guests Ooh. and all the podcasts coming. Ramondo's so. wild ride. I like that. <laughs> but uh, how's everything been, brother? It's been it's been a while. Unfortunately, really with good, the pandemic, you know? it, it's been a it's been a little bit of a, a minute since we've gotten to see each other. It is, you know, I, I I worked throughout throughout the pandemic with some, you know, pretty hairy situations, but like you know, a little bit of discretion and a little bit, you know, discretion being the better part of valor, made it through okay. You know, I had it once early, you know, like uh, February twenty twenty, and uh, yeah. But um, other than that, you know. Thank the praise Odin, I guess, that I say. It, it looks like he's glaring down on you right now. I told you I was going to make the joke. I'm waiting for something to ascend from the heavens, but there's nothing. It just... it, it's the card. It's just waiting to come down on us so we can talk about it. It might be my storm cloud, the way that that's just circulating overhead. It's just casting a deceiving ray of light, you know, just to make me look <laughs> up so it can rain in my eyeball or something. I don't know. Oh, man. But no, this is this is great. I'm I'm so happy to have you on because again, uh, with every guest, I usually try to bring on people that I definitely have some form of history with as well. And again, we were talking right, right. off air about I want to say it's been close to five six years now since yeah, we met in exactly. uh, in BCW, and those those were some good times. Getting to first enjoy it as just fans in the building, and then right, getting right. to even work as the 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 sound guy and our lovely announcer, which again, I got to give all shout outs to Larry legend for being the guy to teach me how to properly like tune stuff down because I keep seeing how people do it. And it's like, like I, I learned from Larry the hard way, like don't cut the music. It just looks so off. Like just tune it down. Let the announcer do his job. <laughs> like, Definitely. Yeah. He's, he's the kind of guy that any, anytime he speaks and gives you any kind of, uh, you know, feedback you want to listen and definitely apply it so I can, definitely I can hear you on that. definitely definitely which i gotta ask again with you doing that with you finding that being your niche because again when like i said at first we were just fans that got to talk and enjoying the product there enjoying all the indies and finding that niche how did you find your your voice for it for uh, you for know the, just you, you know yourself right like you know i you you get to that point where you want to participate. You want to find that you know, like you said, that niche that that yeah. that um you know. I know physically that you know my bump card was void before it was even issued, so it was like that wasn't going to be the meaning in which I can uh you know participate. But um, I had always been a fan of like uh voice acting, like Leif Schreiber. I love like narratives, like you know him. Uh, of course, like Howard Finkel. Um, you know. In wrestling, I always say Mother Endless. She's probably my favorite voice in wrestling, other than Larry Legend. You know, like I, 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 I mark out for anytime she speaks and everything. And I remember there was a time, like at Mid Valley, uh, when 
when she wasn't present, she was issuing video messages and she's like, Shay. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she said my name. I was like, you know, I was marking out so hard and then right. like trying to like maintain, but like, uh, you know, I've always loved like voice acting. I've always had like a, a very deep appreciation and love for like some of uh, like my favorite voices, like Paul Winfield, who Ooh, used okay. to be a uh, American uh, city confidential on A and E. He was an actor that was also on like um, Star Trek: The Next Generation, I think, at one point as well. And I, I loved like him and just random people. I've really gravitated to it towards like voice wise. So um, mm-hmm. I, it became that that was going to be my niche. And I love the presentation. I love the um, pop and circumstance of like, you know, the formality that, you know, that I think an announcer should bring. And I certainly try to bring. So like, I always, you know, responded to that. So I I felt like from the beginning, that would be my niche. That would be my way to, you know, contribute to the business. Yeah. And again, you started like, like I said, we've known each other for years. Again, you see your start getting to announce not only again, biggest talent at the moment at that try in the tri-state now a television star and sunny kiss. Sure, you know, first, like Ray. The first time I announced, I got a, a pick of who I wanted to announce yeah. on the card, and that's who I picked. I picked Sunny Kiss, you yeah. know. So it was like baptism by, uh, you know, it was a, the, if you're going to go into this business, what what a great way to start, you know, yeah. you know, and how memorable Ken Dixon versus uh, Sunny Kiss. So yeah, that that was great. And again, that that just showed you like where where it was going to go. It was the trajectory of just like okay, it's up from here. Like, right. Again, oh, exactly. Ride. Oh, and, and now I've seen you keep posting your number at the moment. If you could, you could tell us what is that number right now for the amount of people you've announced? I think I'm up to eight and change right now. I'm sure I'm, I'm nearing the 900 mark, you know, so I'm trying to get up there and everything. And, and you know, it's things right. It's like I, I put them once I put the names in, I had alphabetized. Yeah. I really, people ask me all the time, what number was I? Like, you know, I only I only know that who was on the hundreds, you know. Okay. And, and how cool is it that uh, seven hundred was Effie? That was like the coolest shit ever, man. That's, how that's great. You, like, you know, yeah. how that the fact that I saw that it aligned, and I think Steve Off was so cool that night. He was like willing to move the card around if need be, yeah. So to put Effie, I was like, you know, that, that was so cool just to, yeah. you know cater to my bizarre OCD there, you know. <laughs> so hey, again, those, those things, like especially. When you're part of the business, it's like it has that deeper meaning for it. Oh, like again, yeah. like with this, like I'm, I'm so methodical. Like when I've been po- uh, promoting the podcast, I'm like, okay, like every person has a reason for what number they're on. Like right. SAT, I had number ten because I was like, I like those tens. Every time, it's like that ten is going to be a special spot. That's like, funny. Yeah, that's cool. That's how like, like, you know, baseball cards always were. If, uh, yeah. It was like the hundredth card, the two hundredth card. If you ever looked, it was always a major superstar. So yeah. it's like you know, uh, c- connecting that numerology to yeah. make it significant. I can definitely yeah. relate to. It, it definitely works. Oh, we got some people in the chat here. Matt Awesome saying, "You're what's up, Shane? Miss you, brother. From your number one draft pick for the charity basketball." <laughs> that's right, I- Matt Awesome. <laughs> Everyone's throwing their name in. They loved. They loved what you did. And again, I, I wanted to talk about that too because it was a very awesome thing you did. Thanks. Having that, which I can imagine, like the the stress you added to yourself, but it definitely Thank was God worth you it. You just for, mentioned that. That's the word. That is the word. Right? Yeah. Be- because that's the thing too. Like, again, I get it. Everyone well, loved seeing the final product, but I can only imagine the stuff that they don't get to see. Which, again, oh, with being a part of it's 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 like wrestling as well. Everything is so to the niche of like, oh, you got to worry about this, 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 this. And it's that last hour or two that I know is the killer. Then it's well, like, it I can only imagine. Nightmare. Oh. Yeah. Like, it was so much stress. 
And then it's like you coupled with the, um, you know, the, the donation amount that I guaranteed 5,000, which we doubled. Yeah. You know, I didn't, there was a time there where it was like, the, you know, the amount didn't move for like, uh, like weeks in the GoFundMe. So it was like two weeks had gone by and not a dollar was added to the GoFundMe. So at one point I was like laying up at night. I was like, what am I going to have to do? Am I going to have to, you know, take out a loan, you know? And I invested over $4,000 of my own money, like in the event. So it was, it was rough on that point. And I had a hell of a lot of help from like Chad Minez and like, uh, it, it just, it was such, such a stressful, uh, heart-wrenching you know like the it, the positivity that came out out of it was well worth the effort but yeah. like on the back end the byproduct that the people don't see is like it, yeah it's, uh, it, it, it really does it's it's disheartening at times because doing something like that i can only imagine like again it's good to be able to talk about the positives but i can also imagine there's a lot of stuff that you sadly had to learn doing it exactly that, yeah, it's, no good deed goes unpunished. That's like my yeah. mantra. No good deed goes unpunished, and like a deed of that proportion, you could imagine the punishment that you receive in, in return. Like, and yeah. it was like the, you know, it, it was just brutal. You know, like the, yeah. the the shit I had to you know endure, and and yeah. the pain. Like I haven't even mentioned the event like since you know, and like you know, it's like you know. Yeah. Which again, like I said, it to, to see what it became, it's right. great. It was something awesome for. Again, if it's the one and done, which hopefully no. no. Hopefully we can get that spirit running again. Exactly. And there's definitely going to be a lot more people willing to help because, again, it showed that it can be done. Because I feel like right. that's always the biggest right. worry too. Maybe that's the the, the, skeptics, the, of, the skeptics of everyone of being like, eh, so maybe true. it's not going to work out. So it's, it's that. so true. But again, I, I commend you for doing that, brother, because it was great right, to man. see. And, and, and even with that said like with the skeptics like at least you can say oh we, we ran this event last year and it raised x amount of dollars so it's like it has provenance now yeah. as opposed to it just being you know coming out of thin yeah. air and people really don't have a, a point of reference for it so i'm hoping definitely, that definitely. makes it a little easier in the future definitely hey we got some more comments here as well wes yeah. evitz in the chat saying hey shane right, what's right. going on buddy wes and kyle right. there's so, those are some great fans right there like definitely. you love seeing that like this is this is something again being in, being in wrestling and seeing how uh, the crowds change and how the crowds grow. Seeing right, right. genuine fan reactions, seeing fans that still have that genuine love for this—that's always great to see. Because again, now yeah. nowadays, like we, we we can admit it, fa some fans are just that like smarky about it. That's like they're killing yeah, wrestling. Yeah. Like it's like exactly very like jaded. that's why with this podcast, I've tried to change up what wrestling podcasts are because I'm like, why does everyone have to give those two cents of like? Oh no! This is why it's bad. This is like, all right, enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. Like it's it's close the complaint box. <laughs> like, and I get it. Everyone wants to talk about that and talk about the negatives, but it's like no one wants to share those good things about wrestling. No one wants right. to show that other perspective of it. And again, talk about why we love this in the first place. Again, there's a reason why all of us want to be a part of this somehow. We all were that that young kid that was like, you know what? Hey. I saw this cool move. I'm going to try it on my pillow or a cousin or a brother or something. Right. Like we, we were all that kid at one point. And to see how that, that like that young kid at heart, a lot of us just throw it away for, no, I want to complain on Twitter about this. It's like, what's the point? 
That's right. They, other than Brock Lesnar, I don't know anybody that's reluctant that's a part of this sport. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, you should love the sport. The genesis of you being in the sport should have been your love for the sport. You Definitely. know what I mean? Like, people arrive at different, you know, um, I don't want to call out any profession, like, you know, in, in, exclusively, but, you know, a lot of people don't set out to become whatever profession they want. You know, like, you, you, it's safe to say that everybody that's in the ring is doing what they love, you know? It is that's the beauty of it you know yeah, it's definitely. everybody's here because of their love of it you know the genesis yeah. of it is the love not the hate so it's like definitely. of course i understand that people are going to have their gripes because it's an emotional thing just as this sport brings you as much joy and happiness as it's gonna it's gonna dip and it's gonna you know hurt you the most because it's something you love the most you know so i i, I can justify that but you know the constant complaining and everything it's like you gotta you gotta look for the, the sunny day eventually you know yeah definitely Oh, we got some more comments here. Oh, this one is um, I, I have to read it sadly because I have to read the comments. But I don't know if you're gonna if you're gonna enjoy this one, Shane. I'm sorry, because we got a comment here from Cliff saying, "Ooh, Ray, why do you have such a smell, a smell GM? I wanna I wanna hope he's saying smelly GM. I'm not I'm not sure, but a know. smell he, he GM. To, <laughs> you gotta have to excuse him, Ray. He went to like those uh one of those backwards Jersey schools where they, that grammar really wasn't you know a predominant part of the education you know basically uh you know picking your toes with the you know uh picking and a grinning you know that was the you know the school song i believe he's also from no diving end of the gene pool so you can't really you know discredit a lot of he commented again maybe this one was better let's see okay let's try again shane fair is the worst gm pro wrestling magic has ever had damn thank you i appreciate that is he though? Like we've we've had some uh some questionable GMs, but thank you, Cliffy. I, I, like, thank you. Damn, just uh Cliffy would know he's a veteran. N name uh, a match he's had, but okay. <laughs> uh we love you, Cliffy, but damn, what just why? That's right. Uh, he, he, he's it. a veteran the same way that somebody that was in the Salvation Army could say he's a, a veteran of uh you know war. But anyway. Let's 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 go on, right? Positivity. Let's, let's, yeah, let's go back. To, let's go back to the positive. This guy's trying to roast me. It's like bringing <laughs> a gun to a, a knife to a gunfight. Oh man, let's keep it going here. I have to ask because again, this is the question I ask everyone that comes on. So, for you, Shane, what is that when you hear the term the craft? What does that mean to you? Um. Well, not so much the craft, but the word that means more to me is craftsmanship. You know, uh, mm -hmm. there's a favorite uh, line by one of my favorite rappers, a guy named Buck65 says, craftsmanship, craftsmanship is a quality that some lack. You've got to give people a reason for them to come back. So, like, uh, that's always been like a mantra of mine. I think that, um, you know, craftsmanship is such such an important thing. It's like you, you have to apply yourself to what you're doing. Otherwise, you know, and like the same thing, like, like when I say someone's a craftsman, it's like the highest... Uh, um, compliment I can pay somebody like when I you know and you see craftsmanship and innovators all among you you know one of them I, I hate to even uh, I'm not even going to mention his name tonight right but I, I'm, I'm telling you right now like you know I said the name of the event earlier but the man who's the the, the name of honor this Saturday at Pro Wrestling Magic I honestly I don't even want to say his name at this point because of like the threats he's well, we'll, we'll try not to talk about that later. I know, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. I'm sorry. I'm just a little, you know. I'm I know. I know. He's 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 uh. Well, again, it's 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 the show is named after him, but we'll get into that in a little bit. 
we'll get into that. I was going to wear his shirt early. I have actually have two shirts of his. Yeah. But now they're the dust rags in my home, and you got to see like uh the the those shirts with a little pledge. Yeah. The the oak in my my living room looks magnificent. <laughs> man. Listen, beautiful. Uh, Might save one for the car as like a chamois. Uh, I, I hope he's not listening right now. And he usually does. If he, if he is, well, let's keep it going here. Oh, we got some more okay. comments. These are some more happier ones. So let's let's Good. go into this. All right. We got from Jumbo Rev himself saying, "What's up, Shane?" Love Jumbo. Um, that awesome comment commenting again saying, "Mr. GM Magic needs some chunkla." Oh, okay. There you go. Everybody needs some chunkla. Uh, my man, my man rocks that building. I, I gotta say this, that's still one of my favorite moments of you announcing the Chancla being eliminated from a battle. Oh hell yeah, but man. I feel we, like that's always gonna be that and I, I love that, bro. Oh, and that was that such moment. a chance, bro, because it was like a moment of silence after I said that. I was like, Oh shit, I think that flopped. Yeah. You know, because uh no, the crowd definitely sure was... like ate it up. Like being in that crowd, like just with how that night was, that moment just added to it, like oh, oh is... definitely, man. Like it definitely that was great. Did. And I, I still say to this day, like I looked over and it was like um uh Hoke was sitting yeah. next to uh Joachim from um Battle Club. Yep. And in that moment they looked like the 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 guys in the Muppets in the balcony. And I turned to them, I was like, Oh no, if they think it's funny, then it's good. But if not, it was like and then I looked and they were both laughing. I was like, Oh, they think it's funny, I'm good. That's it. They were like my barometer at that point. No, definitely. We were all enjoying it. Like that was that was such a great night. <laughs> Oh, I try not to uh, do stuff like that much, like yeah. where I say, you know, extra on the mic. You know, yeah. but. but see, something like that, it's like, it's it, once in a blue doesn't hurt as well. And again, you start to, when, when it feels magic, right. Raven Knight, right? And um, her partner were out there, brother and sister. And they were, ju- you know, she jumped up and hugged them and like wrapped her uh, like legs around them. So the whole, the whole crowd, I could see the whole time was just. You know, there, there was some like underlying feeling. So I, I, when I came out after the match, I, was like, I have so many questions. And when I said that, like the crowd popped because they were, they were all thinking the same thing. But I, it's, it's dangerous sometimes taking a chance like that. You like, yeah. you hope everybody's on the same page. And then when they are, it's such a cool feeling. Like, definitely, right, definitely. I caged us all. We're all feeling that. <laughs> uh, oh, we got another comment here from Chucky Ireland saying O'Shea. Oh, it's the chant from Magic. It's the O'Shea, O'Shea, O'Shea. Chucky. Chucky there from Daddy go. Daughter Entertainment. They're basketball sponsors, by oh, the way. They love the Kirk. Oh. Shout out to Chloe. What's up, Chloe? Brandon Kirk was that MVP, though. I got to give it to him there. He legit oh. was the MVP of the night. But Grim, though, you know what I mean? Yo, there was a play at the end of that game where Grim yeah. ran down court. He was, like, on a fast break. He yeah. cut back, took two steps, let the defenders pass, and pulled up for three and hit Oof. the three to, like, you know, that was so brutal. Like, that was like, yeah. a brutal play. Dan Champion was great, but like he played forty fucking minutes, bro. Like, I don't. I have this image of him like I see it in my nightmares, just like this real massive cyborg, just bouncing the ball down the court, man. He was scary as hell, bro. He was scarier than Moth, man. Uh, that's scary. That's a, that's a surprising sight to see someone scarier than Moth. I well, came then. down court on Moth, and like I, I, I had this. I went with the crossover behind my back. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna lock him up. My knee gave out and I fell. I like I crossed myself up and then like fell. I was like, I am just an old broken man. I, I realized it at that point. And I took myself out. I, I, what did, I, what did Your knee saw Moff and was like, nope. Oh, I looked at I, a I, bunch I, of I, young I, lions and lionesses. I was like, somebody get in there. This can't be me. 
Oh man. Oh, speak speak of the devil here. He's in the chat. So uh I'm sorry, Shane, but uh we got a so message here okay. from, from Smiley here. I'm going to make sure you say my damn name. You will show me respect. Well then. Really? You're, you're gonna have to talk about him eventually. Because we're gonna get you know into what? the card in a little bit. So as an announcer, right? It's like the highest insult I could say I do as an announcer is to not say your name. Yeah. So keeping in tune with that, if Smiley, you know, he, he's in the chat, right? Yeah. I won't be saying your name on Saturday. How about that? I won't be saying your name. I love Elijah Eden. You know, I love the kid. I've, I've you know, I've seen, I've seen his work. You know, yeah. you've seen it too, Ray. He's awesome. But if guilty by association, I cannot say his name either. So when, when you come out for that match of pro wrestling magic, this you can expect dead air. And like, I'm not trying to be like a heel. I'm not trying to be like a dick, like, you know, but you can expect dead air. I know, Shane, I know he had said something about maybe Trixie want, you know, having some aspirations to announce. Well, that, that would be a perfect opportunity for her. She can announce. She can announce Shane, you guys you're not, you're not helping your cause. Here, no, I'm man. not. I'm not. Like, but, but you know, it's like isolationism. Though. I'm just removing myself from this situation because right. no matter what I do, no matter how I say his name, he's going to find a problem with me. Yeah. And I don't want to go through like, you know, the intimidation of having those two guys look at me, you know, like I'm not a tough guy. You know what I mean? Either one of them could, like kick the crap out of me on my know, best remember day. smiley is not just the one like his mindset is so different every time i know so, uh, i know and it's, it's like getting like, your ass kicked by multiple people at the same time and i right? think the best way is like everybody uh you know that's the problem that everybody walks down that road with him they you can't reason with psychotic you can't you know like you can't argue with crazy like you know my mom always told me like i so by not saying his name by not by removing myself from any kind of implication like that, no. I think it's the best way. So, guy okay. and Elijah, I think you know you'll have Trixie with you as you always do. I have no problem saying her name. Why don't Why don't you have her announce you guys? You, you know, we can all come out together. I, I know I know Chio brings two mics, so I'll shut. I'll flick mine off when you guys come out. I'll announce the other three teams, and Trixie can have. Oh well, I I don't think she liked that either though. Uh... Cause uh, what is he, Voldemort? Just say his name, punk. So uh, yeah, Mama Trixie doesn't like you either right now, Shane. You're uh, well, I understand <laughs> that. You know, I mean, there was a time when look, I I risked my personal safety for Trixie at one point. Like if if that was the case now, I would just you know I'd be in a crowd, yay Bruno with the sign, you know, and you know just let the nature take. I, I was gonna say, how can you say his name with such ease? He tried to kill you too. Oh, you said we're, Bruno. We're cool. Like we're cool now. We're cool, you know. Okay. It, it, there's a lot of time in between that, and you know, and and look at the juxtaposition, you know, how how the uh, now Smiley and Trixie have become, you know, the thorn on my side of pro wrestling magic, and Bruno has become the savior. Well then, I guess. And we'll, I, I we'll have start... faith he'll pick somebody. Well, we'll talk about. It. We'll, we'll talk about it in a little bit because it's time for us to to get into this this miraculous card here because it's Love time it. to talk about Smiley's wild Ooh. ride happening this That's Saturday. Live from Ridgefield Park, New Jersey, 106 Bergen Avenue. Let's talk about it here. Because, again, we have a stacked card to talk about for this Saturday. So yeah. this this first matchup here, since the moment I saw it announced, oh, I was yes. so happy. Because, one, yes. you get the return here of Desmond Cole. His, his second match back. Like, I love that he's finally back in the ring, getting to do what he loves. Right. And he's taking on one of my favorites here in Gabriel Scott. 
Exactly. And a matchup called the perfect name for the matchup too, flight or fight. So exactly. This is this is great to see. Your thoughts on this shit? I've been an advocate for Desmond Cole for a long time. I I love Desmond Cole. You know he's he's uh, incredible. When he when he got injured in earlier last year, you know a, a lot of our hearts broke. But you know he's the kind of guy that you knew was going to come back. You know yeah. harder and you know we'll build him back better, faster, stronger. Like you know he he is like that bionic man. And uh, yeah. if you if you haven't seen Desmond Cole. You know, th- this is a name. When whenever I'm asked my opinion, who who do, who should we bring in? Who's a good name? Desmond Cole's always at the top of that list. Gabriel Sky's always at the top of that uh, list. ASAP Gabe, I call him because you know at Yams Day in um you know the ASAP Mob, you know yeah. out in um you know the Barclays Center, he's wrestled in front of thousands of people. Like you know, so I always bust his chop and call him ASAP Gabe. You know. You know, ATR crew, you know, above the red, you know, I've always loved Gabe. I think he's, you know, an exceptional, um, exceptional athlete. You know, I, you know what I've, I've saw Gabe one night in, in a ring. I'm not, I want to mention, probably should put them on a spot where the ropes were like really loose. You could tell, like, and that right away I was like, ah, he was the main. And I'm thinking this, this could spell disaster for him. His balance and the dexterity that Gabriel Sky had, those, they were like, guitar strings tight to him it, it didn't even matter that the ropes were like sagging that he was still able to pull up the springboards he was still able to do you know all of those moves with extreme agility you know, so. no and that's and that's just shows you how great they are like i i said it on the on the indie perspective this week talking about again i'm so glad to see desmond cole make his return just oh, seeing what he does in that ring not only just his ring work but also he, he can pull off some great dance moves too like uh Gonna, I can't wait to see what he busts out on Saturday. That's right. <laughs> so that's can't gonna wait. be fun. And Gabriel Sky is another one. Like I've been, I've been lucky to see from his training days to now to get to see. Right. Yeah. Come. Also. It's 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 great. Like I can't wait to see these two go at it. So it's gonna be a fun one. But uh, let's go on to the next one. Oh wait, we got some sure. comments. Let's go back to the comments for a sec. Because sure. we got Chucky Ireland saying, "Ready for Saturday night? Tomorrow night is sign night." Ooh. They're making signs. That's that's the best part about wrestling too. Awesome. To see remember remember that name too, Chloe Rain. Okay, that's Chucky's daughter, part of Daddy Daughter Entertainment. She is the future of the business. The love, the passion, and like they they've had videos during the um during uh the height of Corona when you know when yeah. we were just on lockdown. They made like a re- uh, wrestling videos on Daddy Daughter Entertainment, like in, your, in their house videos, yeah. and like she's legit. Like she has some pretty good instincts. Like so. You know, uh, she gave me like an autograph eight by ten, like a nice care package last time at Magic, and it was like, oh, okay, this might be you know fun and games. It's like I'm actually gonna save this eight by ten because I have a feeling about this yeah. particular person that she's gonna be you know like a star one day. So Aww, shout out to that's, that's always good. And again, and again, a genuine again, it's like we were talking about earlier that genuine fan love, like having right, that right. genuine love for the business. Like I always love to see that. So that's awesome. Exactly. Let's keep going here because I don't know if these two guys love each other that much. We're talking about the Dark Arts Championship being on the Whoa. line here, as it will be Killian McMurphy, Super 8 winner Killian McMurphy. Why is my man got his eyes closed? I'm taking a nod on that graphic. Yeah, I, I don't know is what Big Dex is doing. Maybe he's sleeping on Everett Cross here. Maybe he's thinking, Ooh. you know what? It's just a, it's a quick one, two, three on Saturday. Maybe that's he's all he's thinking. He's sending a message. I, yeah, I like I, it. He's like, oh, I, I could be got this one in the bag. Maybe he's also worried about because he might get his, so. him, himself knocked out at uh at CFU. I saw he was announced for a oh that could a be your wrestling match. Uh, oh, wow! So may, maybe he's, he's, he's trained. 
And yeah. I, Everett Cross is a two-time Doc Ods champion, yeah. and I don't think he's going to be a three-time because I think he's just going to keep it from here on out. Yeah. You know, he's a great champion. Um, you know, that crowd loves him. You know, when he when he was, um, no matter what side he's on, whether it's like, you know, we see that evil side of him or we see like that, you know, that more fan-friendly, no matter what, they're behind him. Like, the, you know, they, they just respect him as an athlete. And um, uh, two things that were really important to Magic as far as, like, building up the prestige is um, the the open challenges by, of course, Ace Romero and the Dark Arts open challenges that, it, that um, Everett offered during his first reign and everything. So those are two things that really, you know, raised the bar. Yeah, those are definitely my favorites to see because also the rules that Everett almost creates is always great. I know, I know. Uh, you know, each Dark Arts champion is um, a, entitled to add one rule, um, you know, to the dark, the pre-existing Dark Arts rules. He hasn't come up with a permanent one yet, but, you know, I, he's diabolical, so I know he's thinking. And um, the, the original rules served his championship run well enough, so, you know, it's really just nitpicking at this point. But I'm sure if he adds something, it'll be diabolical. Definitely, definitely. And again, it's, it's adding something that probably could maybe even the odds because again you have big dust out there like ah, need to I, do I something to, like I, i'm I trying to I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it now because i said this on the indie perspective again you have to think big dust is going to try to get involved somehow because again he wants killian to walk out with with some gold right so with that being said i wouldn't be surprised if our dark arts champion decides to pile drive big dust somehow you know with big dust he doesn't have to get in the ring. All he has to do is get in your head, you yeah. know, to be effective. He doesn't have to provide that physical barricade or like that physical uh, threat. You know, he, he can just do it mentally. And, uh, you know, as long as you're thinking about him outside and he's being loud outside, he's already a distraction. He's already done his job. So, Will Everett Cross care, though, and not decide no. just to drop him on his head on the outside? Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. that's before as well. Like we've seen exactly. them just pile drive everyone outside. Like you never right, know you what know. can happen. So well, the crowd loves those drivers. When, you know, once yeah. they start chanting, "We want drivers," they don't care who gets them. Definitely, definitely. But let's keep it going here because we have some yeah. more gold. It's a gold start, a Saturday night there. So let's talk about the women's championship being defended LMK. on the night, as it will be Jordan Blade defending against Little Mean Kathleen. And I have to say. When I first saw Little Mean Kathleen was Invictus, getting to watch a little bit of her stuff, I was like, okay, so she's a lot more than just a, a little mean. Like, her name is a little deceiving. Like, she right. definitely brings a, a punch and a fury to that uh, to that ring. She definitely like, does. She's, she's a tough competitor. She's very loud. You know, despite her size, you know, her... her um her athleticism and her audibility definitely uh, make up for her size. And yeah. she is mean, you know, and I think uh, going against the submission sniper, the ankle breaker, you know, th this is someone who's not going to be intimidated as a lot of opponents are against Jordan yeah. Blade. Definitely, definitely. And I feel like that's that's something like you, if you see on social media, Jordan's already playing those mind games with her. She's, she's right. saying, oh, how do I how do I run away from Kathleen? But you can already think she's thinking about what body part to go attack. What is she going to have to do to make sure she walks away with her women's championship on Saturday? That's right. And if those are, if she gets a hold of those ankles, you can you just okay. as well kiss that opportunity goodbye. Yeah, there you go. But let's keep it going here because this is this next matchup. It's 
I don't know if 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 uh if Richfield Park can hold this because there's gonna be a lot of mass in this next matchup because we're talking about the Haas fight oh, in scramble. Yes, that you have colossal Mike Law, you have mm-hmm. Steve Benya, fresh off AEW Dark and Elevation. Right. Like great to see Benya there. We have Tyree Taylor, who was just on the podcast with Prolific. Oh. Definitely go check that out on the backlogs. I felt you have, his uh, boots last month. <laughs> hey, you, you got the in the ring. It's, it's, yeah. We got Vargas, who's always looking to destroy. And then I left him last because we have to talk about this too. Formerly known as Adam Payne is now simply Adam Kerr. Right. And Adam is now in a – he's almost switched a gear in a sense. The promo like he's was... really – oof. Oh, that was an awakening. That yeah. was an awakening. And uh he's he's always been scary. He's he's you know, I, I always said that um you know envisioning him as a sol- a soldier in Iraq, it gives you such a yeah. sense of pride as an American where you're like, wow, that you know, the enemy at the time got to see this man representing our country. It was like, you know, what what would you think? Like, oh my god, does everybody over there look like you know this massive, you know. He was he was a tank among himself. If you mm-hmm. if you've seen pictures of him in fatigues, yeah. so um, he, he's just such a presence. No matter what his name is, no matter what his path is, he's going to be dangerous. But now that he's found himself, then now that he uh, is like you said, something clicked. Yeah, I I, I think that this is going to be a, a quite an ascension for uh, Mr. Kerr now. Yeah, know? I really I really feel like he he found that. Again, maybe it's time for no more games. It's time to get right. back to that war-ready style. Be ready for that battle and get into a match, especially a match like this. That again, it's a lot of huge guys. It's not anyone that's going to be looking to just go flying or grab a hold. This is going to be a fight on Saturday. And it's funny too, like people, like you know, uh, you'll see sometimes uh, in Haas matches, uh, mass, ooh, Haas matches <laughs> that you'll see, and I'm not having a stroke, I'm everything's okay here. Mike Law will yeah. always like enter himself in these matches, and it's like, oh, oh that's funny. He's thinking, no, like it doesn't matter his size, the the colossal state of mind that he has, like that he thinks that he is this size, makes up for it. It really does. And he can go in there with those again. Yes, these guys might have a little more mass. But Mike Law brings it with that for that tenacity that he comes in. He comes with that fly. house of fire. Like Mike Law is gonna is gonna stand in there with these guys, and I don't know if they're ready for Mike Law. Like uh, Vargas now, uh, you know another uh, basketball veteran. He yep. um, he he's just dominant. He's so dominant. And anywhere you see him, you know, and you see so many people in wrestling media just rave about him. Oh, I mean, this guy should be booked everywhere. And you know what he is? He is booked everywhere. You see him everywhere from WrestlePro. He's all over New Jersey. He's all over, you know, the East Coast, essentially. And, uh, you know, he's always, he's always in a position to win. So that's what I love, how evenly balanced it is. Then you have Tyree Taylor, who uh, prolific in the form of Marcus Marquis and Isaiah debuting that night. So you have all three members of prolific under the prolific flag, you know, yeah. in the building. So it just it can go anywhere, and then there's this guy question mark question mark question mark. I don't know much about him, but I see him often. I see him often, and uh, he's got. He's a, he's a he never has a promo shot. Too. 
Yeah, yeah he never has a promo much. shot, which is upsetting. You know, with the amount of bookings that question mark gets, he really should, you know, do a better promo. Or I haven't seen a video from him promoting this. Nothing. So I really I, I, I questioned him about being on the podcast. No response. I got uh, nothing. So I really I, I don't even, you know, I'm not even considering him a part of this match. Yeah. He's, he's, been, he's been very poorly promoting. He hasn't ingratiated himself or made himself known to the locker room, you know. So, so question mark, question mark, question mark. Shame on you. Shame on you from general manager Shane Fair. I don't like go. to see this kind of behavior. Nope, you can't. You can't. You can't see that. That's not good. No. Well, for Does he ever to put together a ring? Does he ever put it? I don't know. Well, I will he be there for ring Never. Huh? Never. Well then. But from one GM to another, we have SP Anderson in the chat. Ooh, saying Shane, ooh. There you go. I love SP. You, you know how to do the ooh quick because he was right there saying ooh. So there ooh. you go. <laughs> I, love, I love SP, man. He's uh, definitely a wise cat. And, uh, you know, he's got provenance, man. That boy's been in this business for like two decades. And, you know, that's, that's always good to see when you see guys. Because I yeah. know he's got respect and love for him. I love Donald. No. Oh, we got another comment here from Wes saying, Kyle and me can't wait to be back Saturday, being a good distraction after missing last month's show. Oh, I know. We missed you guys. One. It's going to be a great Sorry. one. We're talking about it here. So definitely you guys are going to have a amazing time on Saturday. Wes and Kyle, man, they remind me like a lot of like my father and I who, you know, yeah. would uh, often go to the Meadowlands and uh, the Garden. You know, we and I always tell uh, my advice for Wes and uh, Kyle especially is save your damn tickets. Remember the dates because, yeah. like, I, to this day, I watch MSG and they'll have those exclusive events on, and it's like, oh, was I mean, yes, rather, like, you know, it's like, was I at that? I think I was at that event, and I can't tell. Like, I wish I had the ticket stubs, I wish I was able to pull the information on those events that I went to. All I know is SummerSlam 89. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think I, I really wish I would have done the same because Ugh. the only event I can really picture that I know I was at right. was Rumble 2008. Which See, I feel like everyone was there. Place. Right. Yeah. You could place those, but yeah. those house shows, I wish. Yeah, those house. Oh, yeah, but eh, again, live and you learn, especially with an event like this. You don't want to keep your ticket because it's going to be such a great night. It's oh, a definitely. night filled with, with some love because let's talk about this next matchup. The debuting Love Doug. We got some Ooh. Love Doug in the house. Oh, it's actually his second time back. He was, he was here he? one other time. Yeah, oh. yeah. He was here one other time. So okay. Love Doug. It's a pretty big opportunity here against another one, Donovan. You know, just just the, the one name, and you should only know him by one name at this point, Donovan. Man, part you know. Hey, he's an outlaw. He gets to do whatever he wants. Would, so. I would want to say the leader of Espanol Sanitos. They don't seem to have a clear cut leader, but I mean, in terms yeah, of, I'm not sure what like is there a leader here? Is it more like they're just an alliance of like. I, they're all that's together. what makes it the most dangerous. Like, I don't think there's that infighting of who's the leader. I think it's just and that's, a, a it's, balance. it's the best thing because again, it's common mind. They all know what their goal is. And right. as me again, I love seeing Espanos and Nidos together. Like that's great. Yeah. You have veterans in there. You have their mindset. You have the young upstart and Trey Philippe oh, there. Like it's real. Double oh, <laughs> stomped me last in the Rumble last month. Again, it, 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 he could have done so much worse though. Because again. I know. You're you're the newbie in there with, with a veteran like Azrael. I deserved it. From I, I'll stay in my lane. But the uh, fat announcer that's out of shape that's in there with a bunch of uh you know lions again. And yeah, I, I got what I should have happened to me. I just wanted to get Sean Sean Higgins, yeah. Stephen J. Higgins out. But. Hey, you you did your job there, but unfortunately, 
you had to pay the consequence of, of right. everyone else. But let's talk about that, that junior heavyweight championship on the line. Sure. Now, Donovan has been has been making sure that he does whatever it takes to keep that gold around his waist. Like he, right, he has that grip after defeating, sadly, one of your favorites to be able to get that championship. But um let's let's see what he'll do yeah. here to against some love Doug. But. Yeah, Love Doug, you know, definitely could surprise him. You know, Donovan, oh, we, you know, I, the Espanol Sunidos factor or effect, we'll say, really doesn't bear have much bearing on his championship because he can handle it by himself. Mm. You know, there was times with uh, when he was part of Kill the Magic when they weren't around, and you know, and he got himself to that heavyweight championship, like you yeah. know, through hooker by crook. He's going to do it. He doesn't need the other members. They're great luxury to have, but uh, he's not somebody that relies on the members of his his faction, which yeah. makes him exceedingly dangerous because, you know, he, no, he it definitely that, is. It's, it's, it's a little bit of like a, a ace in the hole. Like he's good as is, but right. just in case. It's an insurance policy. That. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, but again, I guess Love Doug has to think about that too. And again, it's 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 a late Valentine's Day. That's how I put it for the indie, on the indie perspective. Love Doug's yeah. trying to give some love to the Magic Kingdom and also walk away with, with a little bit of a of a gift of his own. So I respect any wrestler that has a comma in their name too, because it gives you a little break. You know, it's a love Doug. You know, you get a nice little, you know, reprise a yeah. reprise there. There you go. But now again, this matchup, there's there's no love here. Cause at no. least till after the gong goes. Because this next yeah. one we're gonna talk about is going to be a fight because it seems the preacher is trying to get that killer instinct. Oh yes. The Richie and Rotten classic. This, this one, I, I don't know if I should be happy about this matchup happening or worried because I'm a fan of both of these guys. Preacher, another veteran of the game has been doing this for years, has yeah. trained some of our favorites, some of your favorites, if you're watching this and Seeing him want to be, again, that teacher for Steve Off. Get him to be ready for Alex Ryman when he comes back from Germany. I don't know if he's doing it the right way here. Because Steve Off is in that one-track mind right now of wanting to be that killer to be able to do what he needs to do to Alex Ryman. And Preacher might be, sadly, a casualty of war here. Like, Definitely, that's a, that's a that's a really good perspective on it because you know a preacher almost uh, is coming at this from a respect kind of uh, point of view where it's like he, um, you know, th th there's a lot of respect for Steve Off, and it is mutual. You saw in Steve Off's pre uh, promo earlier today where he said that um, once that uh, from the time the first gong goes off to the last gong, you know, everything goes out the window, and he'll be his friend again after that second gong, but. Steve, um, I've never seen him not intense in the ring. So once that, like he said, once that first gun goes off, he's going to have that murderous, you know, um, instinct about him. And it's not going to matter that this is a guy he respects or that this is a guy that he has a history with. And uh, Preacher, I think is, uh, I just don't want him to underestimate Steve Wolf's veracity where he thinks that he's going to go into this match uh, almost fine-tuning Steve for the eventuality of an Alex Ryman match. You know, whereas Steve is coming into this like a hungry piranha, you know. Yeah. But, and this is and, my and worry too. With, with such with, an opportunist, Ryman, though, I, I gave him the two month suspension. He got booked in Germany, and he's going to be gone. 
you know so it's like well, what an opportunist it's like he he uh it's like he weaseled out of it. I, I I really wish that he had some time to sit home and think about it. But he's Alex Ryan. He's not going to sit home. No, so. oh, he definitely he knows he knows how to to make sure he dodges that bullet there and gets to what he needs to do. But I was going to say with Steve Off, like, and I mentioned this on the indie perspective of going into a match like this again. He might be that guy that once the the gong rings, he's ready to go. But again, he's thinking about Alex Ryman. Right, right. Will that distraction play a factor against a guy like Preacher? Because Preacher's that that very that mental guy in there. He likes to get in your head and make sure he sure. has that advantage. Sure. So will he be able to work on that distraction and possibly be able to get that roll up for a one, two, three? You know what? I think we're gonna get the best out of Steve because he knows for a fact from the posts and everything that Alex is in Germany. He saw the tag, you know, it's like, he's, he's not able to, to uh, coerce his, I mean, or uh, manipulate his social media to the point where he's not in Germany. So at least you have the uh, luxury of not knowing this guy's going to come in with some kind of plumbing equipment and hit you over the head or, uh, you know, he's going to attack you mid match. So uh, not having a look over his shoulder for two months and two events, I think uh, is really going to benefit Steven. I think it's going to like, uh, you know, break him out of that. Um, but the thing is, from working with Alex, he, he knows what to expect from him. So uh, that kind of helps too. But I think uh, I think Steve's in a real good position for this match. I think Preacher is, could, could find himself behind the eight ball. Well then, again, this is another reason why you have to go get your tickets right now, guys. Go to Ticket Leap. Get your tickets for this Saturday. Also, if sadly you can't make it live in person, Get IWTV because not only do you get this great event, but you get so many others that we featured this week on the podcast yeah. and so many more that, again, support independent wrestling because you get great matches just like this. And just like this next one that before we get into the next one, I'm going to read a few more comments that we got Please. from two people I really love. I know you're not the biggest fan of them right now, but uh, we're going to keep talking with them because they have their comments here with like uh, Mama Trixie saying, we don't talk about Bruno Shane. You can't, you can't really like him. Oh, we're not supposed you know, to talk about Bruno. I thought, Trixie be above, I thought Trixie would be above puns, but that, that was that just shows how diabolical they really are. It's such, we it's don't such talk a good phrase. About Bruno. Oh, that hit me. <laughs> oh. And then next up, again, from that guy that you do not want to say his name. I have no problem saying his name. Smiley's saying, how about that time Trixie was being manhandled and you took your sweet time getting your jacket off. That's true. Come on, come on, Shane. You couldn't do the Vince sweet... McMahon and just run and take it off while you're already in the ring. In fairness, it? if I had on my uh, like something that was fabric, I probably would have been able to maybe you know rush it along. But those were sequins, and I wasn't oh. going to have any like you know I don't want to have a pull. And I also had sequin gloves on that night, so like oh. I I wasn't going to damage the, the gloves, you know. Oh, there you go. There you go. You know. He, he I, has I his reasons, risk, folks. He I couldn't reasons. risk my, my my gloves and my jacket over someone's life. I just that would be too much to ask. Uh, you're, again, you're not Rich making your, your you're, you're not making it better for yourself on Saturday, Shane. No, it's, I know it's because now we we have to talk about this match. So you're gonna have to say his name now because it's time to talk about those World oh, Tag Team Championships. And is that guy again? Line. We we gotta yeah. talk about it here. We gotta talk about on let let's go from right to left because then okay. it'll give you That's some fair. time to get ready to have to say his name. 
That's Because we're going to talk like about Espinos Unidos first. Because, again, you have that veteran in Azriel. Again, ROH original, Jersey All-Pro original, has been a part of so many factions that he brings another side to this faction. Because he's been part of the embassy, has been part of Special K, brings in so much to a faction like this, that now he's taking Trey Felipe almost in, as a as that young lion now. So that's a right. great bond to see there. Then you have a team that, again, they've held gold everywhere they go. They've been on debuting. the podcast this week. You get the debuting prolific Marcus Marquis and Isaiah Wolf. I can't wait to see them in the Pro Wrestling Magic Kingdom because this is going to be a treat for the fans at Pro Wrestling Magic. Then, again, I'm going to leave you to announce this next team, Shane. This is all yours. We're going to take the graphic off so you can you can talk about this next team. Uh, we got that uh, the, the person whose wild ride that it will be on Saturday mm -hmm. and alongside with Elijah Eden. And um, I, would, I do want to say this. Yeah. Uh, you know, first off, shout out for getting World Tag Team Championships right on the graphic because, they, you know, there's very few promotions that have a tag team championship that was certified a World Tag yep. Team Championships. Steve Off and at the time uh, Aaron Bradley. I don't know if you remember him. Um, he, he used I liked him a lot more than, uh, than Alex Raymond. Yeah, he used to date the girl that uh, that Alex is with now. Yeah. Alex Raymond is with. Yeah. So he um, they they went over to LDN and they certified the championship as a world. You know, so a little backstory on that. Yeah. So this person whose wild ride it is. You're gonna have to say his with, name, Shane. He's in. He's in the chat uh, again. It says it up there. I don't. I don't see why it. You know, it seems. Uh, hey, look at that. At that even point. even Wes. Look at that. We're gonna show the comments. Wes uh, is a fan of them right there. He wants uh, Smiley and Elijah Eden to win. I don't so, know if he wants the shoot name out there, but that's all right. You know, do what you got to do. Well, I think it's because it's sadly it's Facebook. That's why. So that's okay. all right, it's, it's, it's all good. But uh, yeah, I you know, uh, one thing. Oh, so getting back to what I was gonna say. However, I feel about them. Trixie should have been on his damn graphic. It really she should have been have. on his like. Can we really show should. her a little respect? I mean, love her or hate her. Like, that's the one thing I want to get over as general manager is whether you your intentions are evil or your intentions are good. All I want to do is remove the obstacles out of your way. I don't want to yeah. put obstacles in anyone's path. I want this to be a, a free roaming sandbox where as you can get as evil as you want or you can be as righteous as you want and let the two uh, sides collide, whatever be it, whatever as it may. I uh, just want no obstacles. So as much as I don't like that person who is wild ride it is and Elijah Eden and, and you know, uh, I'm not... I liked Trixie a lot at one point, so yeah. I'm not completely over the edge of, of disliking her yet. You know, it's it's certainly borderline, but um, it, he had he had to have a championship match on this card. Well, I'm not comfortable with that. You know, the See, you, you mentioned that. What? Where is he not getting his world championship match? Because he's even. I just I made that slip up too. There's an it, obstacle there. The pro wrestling magic championship. So it's not the heavyweight or the world. So I, I those are two names. Like even on the graphic, it says world heavyweight championship. Those are two yeah. words that shouldn't be on that. Verbatim, as per Anthony Ivino, the founding fathers, it's the pro wrestling magic championship. And you know what, Smiley? You'll you know, you'll have to prove once again that you're, you know. When the time is right for that, and I, th I think it is, you're still owed that opportunity. It's not like you know, he's still the same you know level of talent, if not greater, than we've ever seen him. So I'm not even gonna like you know pretend that yeah. you know there's anything to diminish. He's the greatest 
you know, c contender that we have in Magic. One of the greatest contenders. So I'm not going, uh, you know, I'm not going to. Did I slip and say his damn name yep. too? Because I got yep. a little emotional. He, he, he just, he, he caught you there. He, he, he commented about it. He said his name. He said his name. Oh, God, I got to. See, and it was yeah, worse was because he had just, <laughs> he had said something so horrible first because he said, uh, He's sending you back to the front row, but you said his name so nicely. Maybe it gets the time too, you know, when I helped with Trixie and I got, you know, we set up uh, at the time Aaron Bradley, the guy that used to date Erica before Alex. He, um, I ducked out of the way. Trixie hit him with the green mist and they, they got that victory. I know with the psycho drivers, um, they forget all that though. You know, they forget, you know, that I've, and then they, of course, forget that I came out to Trixie's defense. They don't over. When you're psychotic, you, you tend to have a very uh, short-term memory, it, it seems. You know what it is? Again, like I said, Smiley has so many personalities. Who's that? He does Smiley has so many different personalities. He does the wild ride guy. That uh, we're gonna get you to say his name again. Don't worry. I I probably will. I have a very short it's a, a very short memory. <laughs> but maybe one of the the personas of Smiley is the one that you did out. But this new one, this more aggressive smiley, oh. wants what he feels he's owed. And again, I kind of have to agree with That's him a, a little bit. Assumption. Because again, it's his show. He kind of should have been a right? part of that, that main event caliber matchup at the end of the night. Got a like, title match. You know what I mean? This is true, though. Which I guess it will be the start. Which also, Beautiful we can't graphic. forget about the, the last team here. Again. Oh, we, this guy question mark again, man. I'm <laughs> sick of this guy. There's two matches he's in. He didn't promote shit. He hasn't sent the damn promo picture in. I haven't heard word one from him, and he's got two matches. He's taking two slots away from town. Am I not the general manager of this damn company that we can't get question mark to share a freaking link? How did you get double booked here, Shane? I'm sick of it, bro. I'm seeing like, him everywhere. Like... Again, he Everywhere. couldn't even do the podcast. I sent him an invite. Nothing. He was supposed to be silhouette here. Silhouette promo pick. Get some lighting. Get some proper lighting. <sighs> but again, it would be Lou Bruno and the mystery partner. Right. Which I feel like Lou Bruno alone, again, he he is a monstrous man. He, he might, is. if he wants to just do this alone. With Zach Miko in his corner, just giving him what the, the instructions. Because he brings I, I out that different side of El Oso here. I messaged oh. him earlier. I was like, because yeah. I, I kind of want to know, you know, like the only reason I'm telling you this is because there's nothing to tell you. But I, um, I asked him, like, who, do you have anybody in mind? He's like, don't worry, don't worry. But uh, he seemed confident that he had someone in mind, but it, to me, it seemed like the person hadn't confirmed. So I don't know, you know, but he seemed to have a plan. And I consider him like, shoot, one of my best friends. And the fact he wouldn't yeah. tell me, you know, I, I, I like a surprise. Hey, again, maybe maybe it's that it's trying to keep your your ducks in a row, as they say, or again keep that surprise element so no one finds out. He knows I got to come it, on it your podcast and tell everybody who it was, and they could prepare too. So that could be it too. I don't know. That, that could also be because again, it's one like of one of my best friends is, is facing him that night. Again, you don't like him that much, though. You don't want to say his name. So it's, it's, I respect the person whose wild ride it is, but I, you know, I, well, you I, know like I said, talk, yeah. I, I ordered two shirts from him in the past, you know, on pro wrestling tees. Got an extensive, you know, uh, extensive array of shirts there. Yeah. And, you know, I, I wore them proudly up until they became, you know, dust rags in my home. But 
but we can also talk about again. I one of my my predictions because I gave a prediction here for that tag title match. I could think maybe a little Bruno and Zach Amico decide to go into a certain horror show that they're a part of and bring in a big hoss of all hosses in Devonta. I know what you're speaking of, right? Like it's that's well what I was within thinking. their arsenal, right? Like, well within their arsenal. Yeah, and that's a that would be a devastating tag team for the kingdom. Like the Magic Kingdom, I'm not sure if they'll be able to handle the size of Devontae's and Lou Bruno in there. I don't, you know, I I don't even know like which way he's looking. Is he looking for something like you know, um, like a mirror image of himself? Is he looking for uh, like a like a high flyer so he can you know you know attack you that way and he gets you with the uh, the size and the. Uh, well, that could also happen. I've seen Lou Bruno in the in the past few months has also been teaming with. Casey Navarro in certain promotions. Ooh. So that could also be a thing. You never know. They could weaponize uh, Casey too. Oof. Throw him just around. Just gonna launch him around. Yeah. Oof. I love it. I think you can launch him too far uh, lately. Did you see uh, that, that boy? He's got built, he's got, man. Yeah. Good for him, man. You know what it is? Again, he's under that brand as am I, a future legend. They, they definitely motivate you to to get you ready for stuff. So, wow. Yeah, we might see it. We might see a. Uh, some some uh some blessed monsters if that's what we could call them as a tag name. How many question marks are there? We got maybe maybe it relates to the amount of letters <laughs> in the person's name. I don't know. Huh? Wait, a lot that's... of times you'll see on the silhouette you kind of can make them out. This guy seems to have like a quaffed hairdo, maybe like a Bobby the Brain Heenan, what? right? He's what? got like a Bobby the yeah. Brain Heenan kind of hair vibe going. Unless unless that's a mask, maybe it's Space Monkey. Kind of looks like Space Monkey. Never could know. Be. You never know Space. what could happen, and that's the I'll best thing about the question mark. Though. Never know. Well, let's talk about this one. Because this one, again, we talked about this, just how insane this matchup is going to be here. Control Your Narrative comes to Pro Wrestling Magic this Saturday. An event that it's a wild ride. These two guys look to make that ride all about them as it's wow. EC3 coming to Pro have Wrestling on his stomach. I, I just I got think... the one piece. These guys got, <laughs> what, one, two, three, four. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Guy, That's incredible. Like this matchup again, it's so grand. There's two graphics for this. Two. There's two graphics for this matchup. Because we couldn't hold it just on one. There's there's two graphics for this. You know, you know Vinny Pacifico, his yeah. narrative has been like uh out of control for so long. So I'm so glad to see his narrative. <laughs> I'm Hey, but you you you've known Vinny for a while. You were a big part of helping the don't count Vinny out when Vinny was down with an injury. So I have to ask you when when you're seeing a matchup like this and you saw the test that Vinny had last time for Wrestling Magic with Davey Richards, does do you think we're seeing the same Vinny on Saturday? Because this is what I kept talking about with the indie perspective. I don't think we're gonna see a Vinny Pacifico even you've ever seen before. Because I said the the whole pro wrestling Magic Kingdom or the Indies in general, but you as someone that I can I can feel is like a good friend of Vinny, right? I can imagine you haven't even seen what he's bringing this Saturday. No, it, I don't think we've seen him in a match that essentially could be like some sort of, um, you know, I don't I don't want to like um, marginalize it by saying it, but it's like almost like an, an audition quality match where you, you're going against somebody who's an established name who's obviously starting a new promotion that's going to be a major name promotion and you want to give him your best match. You're going to want to defeat him, you know, on that stage 
on IWTV. And like, what better, you know, quote unquote audition for, uh, you know, the control your narrative, um, you know, project that EC3 is working on and to defeat him in a pro wrestling magic ring on live IWTV. Like, I, I think that, you know, when Vinny has that um, carrot in front of him, that proverbial carrot dangled in front of him, he always seizes the opportunity. So um, we've always seen him in these matches rise to the occasion where there wasn't anything to prove or at stake. Now he has something that, uh, you know, it's almost like an underlying prize, like a subtext where it's like he can, uh, you know, this is, and I, I, it's a weird word to use, audition, but uh, uh, a crucible where it's like he has to go through this trial, you know, and if he passes this trial against EC3, he's not, he can't help but be on the radar of this brand new promotion, you know, this so. Definitely. And it's something that, again, we've seen that, again, I have to use that phrase again, that gear switch in Vinny. Because mm. if you saw that promo he did for this matchup, Vinny was shaving his head. Seriously. Like, like he has some good hair. Like I, I also cut my hair <laughs> no, a little bit. Like, I wish I had a hairline that just like, like cooperated <laughs> like his. And here he is getting rid of it. You know what it was? I think that's what it was. That's why I cut my hair. The blonde's gone. I saw that Vinny promo and I was I was motivated by it. But no, Vinny, and that shows you though, Vinny is getting in a different like mindset because that's what this matchup means. Right, that's right. what something like this. And again, EC3 has done that to a lot of people. You've seen what he's done to Matt Cardona. You've seen right. what he's done to Adam Shear. And the list continues. Like what he brings out of Vinny Pacifico this Saturday. I said, will it be them ending this matchup in a fight? Or will they end side by side? Uh, you know, if he earns that respect handshake at the end, you know, like I, I, I love to see that, you know, if he earns that, that, that could be a signal going forward where we might see, uh, Mr. Pacifico, you know, and I, I really hope for his sake that, um, this becomes a real statement match for him as the Davy Richards match was as pretty much any one of his matches are. He always rises to the occasion. You never leave one of his matches thinking, uh, underwhelmed or thinking he could have done better. He always gives one ten. Definitely. That's always what you want to see from anyone doing this. Again, giving that 110%, that's always a great thing to see out of matches like this. But next up, we're going to talk about oh the – it's 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 time to talk about it. The piece of resistance here. It is the main event time. Yes. Let's go into it. The Pro Wrestling Magic Heavyweight Championship, as it will be the new Pro Wrestling Magic Heavyweight Champion himself, Darius Carter, the all-father – the wrestling richest prize defending that championship against former champion Erica Lee, the unpredictable Jay George, and Billy Dixon. Right, now, right. We're we're going into this, and again, this is a very controversial matchup here for two reasons. One, Darius Carter is a little he's he's also a little frustrated with management. This is this is also going back to you, so we're gonna ask you your thoughts on Darius's comments, because he says, why are three competitors getting shots at this championship that he's already defeated? So right. GM Shane, what, what's your thoughts on this? You know, he's always had obstacles placed in front of him at Paressa Magic. Uh, last year at the Chad Adams uh, Rumble, he was the only competitor that uh, was forced to go through a qualifying match, you know, to earn his slot. So, like, I, I, I think that there's always been a history of kind of um, – uh, plausible mistreatment of Darius Carter. So, like, no matter how evil is he is, and no matter how much you you love to hate him, 
uh, he does make some salient points where he has been, you know, held back. And like I said, what I am here to do is remove the barricades, remove the blockades, and let everybody operate freely. Um, by putting him in a match with three people he's defeated, I don't see how that that is uh, any kind of handicap where he's already proved himself against those, those maybe not together. And um, certainly when there's a four-way, your fate can be decided by a pinfall that doesn't include the champion. So I understand his gripe about that. But, um, you know, at certain point, I'm just, I would say that, you know, to rise to the occasion, like he has so many other times, you know, the best way to uh, protest this, this decision or his um, unhappiness with this particular match is to win it, you know? There it go. really is. And, you know, he's proved himself maybe against the, these um, opponents in the past. Certainly Erica won her championship, you know, yeah. through a defeat of Darius Carter. So, you know, it's it's also even-sided to some degree, you know. So yeah. I, if you want to break um, out of that, that, that cycle of competitors, you have to, you know, plausibly defeat them in an, you know, in an overwhelming fashion. Yeah. So and here we go. We got... We got Jay George in the chat here. Oh, he's co he's come to comment on this matchup. Oh, great! Saying Darius never pinned him. No. So, okay, there there adds some more to the story for Darius's answer, and also him saying I pinned Erica and Dixon. That's why I'm getting the title shot. So, sure. there there you go. You got again some more some more reasoning. There's no Mr. question Hall. that Jay George is uh you know. Deserving, you know, no, definitely. he should That's always be at the top of the title picture because yeah. he hasn't failed. He hasn't failed since he's been on the top of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, which again, that's why, like, even when I did my indie perspective, I talked about how Jay George is someone that he is truly unpredictable. The right. way he he come he he puts himself in that ring, the the different styles he can bring out, it, it's a fair statement why he should be a part of a title match. So, definitely. but again, Darius is at that point right now that he's going to question it because he's bringing now, let's see, we're at five championships, I want to say. So he's coming in with a little bit of more of a, I guess, like higher head right now. Because not sure. only does he bring that Pro Wrestling Magic Championship, he brings the Brie Combination Heavyweight Championship, the Warriors of Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, the Callus Wrestling Heavyweight Championship, and I believe he's holding one of the highest prestiges in uh, Paris's bumping as well. And, and, and now, the tier one championship. <laughs> it might be a little dusty, but it still, that, still counts. That technically is still a reign as well. Yes. It still is. And he is also a part of the Super 8. So I know he's trying to just Get show. Free, baby. PCW. Like, it's. No, We're I said that as well. days, right? We're pushing, you it's, know. And that's, that's still, it shows how much of a champion he is. So I can understand why he's trying to show those gripes of, hey, it should be. But that's my also my question for Darius is, what does he want for an opponent, if not these right. three here? Sure. I would assume he would want the best pro wrestling Magic can offer. So, why not want three of the top challengers? Right when Jay yeah. George, Eric Lee, and uh, Billy Dixon are at the, the <laughs> precipice of the promotion, you know, yeah. they they shouldn't not have a title match. So yeah. you know, it, it, conceivably to have all four is is ideal. You know. Yeah. So now my second, the second controversy about this match, and again, we have to bring it up because I know he's still in the chat watching as well, is again that obstacle of the namesake of the show. We're going to show that awesome poster once again. You would think, because again, he's he's getting 
roamed around by the four challengers in this matchup. How is Smiley not in this matchup, General Manager Shane? Uh, well, you know, with, he has a title match. No, no, but, but his, he, this was announced this I understand, week. I understand, but, you know, uh, seeing his... Um, you know, his partnership with Elijah Eden is blossoming. I, you know, I think to facilitate him in the tag division at mm -hmm. this point is, is the better, you know, there's no question that, that the uh, Pro Wrestling Magic Championship match is owed to him. And I'll also say it some degree for Casey Navarro, you know, maybe for, uh, you know, the uh, Chad Adams win last year that maybe he feels that that hasn't been fulfilled. That's kind of, a, you know, an arguable point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I understand. You know, I understand his gripe, but the fact that he's uh, can in include Elijah Eden, I think that uh, maybe that's being a little selfish. Now you have a, a chance to include Elijah Eden. You know, uh, his only gripe really should be that Trixie's not on the poster, not on the graphic. That that should be uh, that that's his only feasible gripe. I mean, his only uh, point that that really should be made. I mean, that that, that championship opportunity is going to come. No, well, there you there you go. I hope that was a a. An answer for you, Smiley. Eventually, that championship match will come. Sure. But for, for GM Shane, I have to tell you, giving him the shot at the tag titles is just the beginning for him because he he said it on other podcasts as well. He's now gunning for everything. If he has to start with one championship, he has that eye on Donovan. I'd have that eye on, hey, if it becomes an inter, uh, intergender title, maybe even goes after Jordan Blade. Smiley's going to try to take everything. He is a threat to any championship division. So, like, you know, it, just any match he has, he, he's, you know, obviously the, the favorite or, you know, certainly has a legitimate um, chance to win. So I, I, don't, see, I don't see his gripe. Well, there you go, guys. So beautiful that has poster. Been the the poster is absolutely beautiful. He's the, the focal point, you know. It just yeah, multiple graphics. Yep, so many. It's, it's all, he's on every graphic. Like, we can show you from... He's a, he's everywhere, he's everywhere. There he is! Oh, oh, but, oh there we go. Oh, there we go. He's on there twice, but again, yeah, no tricks. twice. That's no Trixie. That bothers me. That hurts my heart. That the question mark guy can be on every. On, go back on to the dusty homes. pick. Can we go back to that dusty pick? We want let's to know. Let's go back sleeping. to that, that. Why is he sleeping? <laughs> Let me find the dusty pick, and there we go. I need to know. And again, oh, he's on the nod over here. This guy, <laughs> for him, he deserves it. He works hard. <laughs> that that's what it is. He's he's tired from having to. To, to, to make sure he's good for the goons. That's all. But let's okay. let's keep it going here. Again, that's your Pro Wrestling Magic card for this Saturday. Like I said, guys, go to Ticket Leap. Get your tickets. Subscribe to IWTV because you're going to want to make sure you can watch this event, this event over and over and over again. Go follow Pro Wrestling Magic as well because you want to stay up to date because they always have great announcements because we're talking about this card here. But who says this is all that happens on Saturday? That's why you want to be at the event. You want to watch the event because surprises could always happen, guys. Anything can know. happen in the Magic Kingdom. This is magic. There you go. So I have two more questions for you, Shane, before I let you go. So we have to start with this one because, again, you are the GM, but also I know you have your eyes on the indies and the independent talent. So if you could choose, who would you like to see join the Magic Kingdom? Mm. All right, you know, I gotta, I gotta be diplomatic. I think to some degree. Um, all right. No, this is why I say it has to be someone 
fresh that hasn't been a part of the camp. Okay. Okay. I know, that, a lot that, of had a lot yeah, I know a lot of your favorites have been a part of it, but yeah. someone new, a brand new face that you would okay. like to see added to the kingdom. Certainly. Jack Cartwheel, right off the bat. Jack Cartwheel. Bring oh, him man. home. I want to see Jack Cartwheel in the Magic Kingdom. And you know what? I'd love to see him against Smiley yeah. or somebody, you know, somebody that I, I know, given that level of aerial combat that, you know, Jack's yeah. accustomed to. But yeah, go. I'd love to see uh, Jack Cartwheel. That, that That's a name right off the top. Awesome. See? That's a, I tried to make sure it wasn't a question that, who do you want to see? No, no. Tiptoe through new? a minefield, let's say. <laughs> it's like, who who's a new face? That way you okay. don't have to... You don't have to be crazy there. <laughs> I find, I find so, that when I mention Magic Pass, sometimes I get in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not from Magic, but you know, from people who. Yeah. <laughs> so Magic's let's, cool as fuck. But. Yeah. Let's let's keep it going here with my final question. I try to get everyone to awesome. to see their 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 take on this. What's the end goal for you, Shane? Uh, you know, I used to think it was like you know getting signed and everything, but I'm I'm happy where I am. I'm happy where I am. So maintaining what I, I have, you know, keeping my magic streak going, um, you know, working at Warriors, working at Bree, working at IWA, uh, you know, standalone wrestling, working alongside Chad Menez, you know, the, you know, these are things that are really important to me, you know. Uh, I, I just, I'm happy where I am. So just maintaining is, is my goal right now. Like it's getting signed, that'd be great. You know, uh, I understand that, um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, if Larry hasn't gotten signed, my ass ain't getting signed. You know what I mean? So that that's how I feel at the bottom. Of, you know, at the end of the day, it's like if Larry and David Adams and Peterson roll, roll around Mike Falvo, and if we're not, you know, those guys are on the network, I can't really expect to be either. So um, I'm happy with what I have. I want to maintain with what I have. I want to um, help people legitimately. You know, I want to use you know the platform like the things like basketball. I want to you know do the best I can to leave wrestling better than how I found it, you know, and just, just maintain that, you know, that level where it's like, I, I know, uh, like with the, the trust that people have put in me that I'm not going to fuck it up. And like, you know, that I'm going to carry the ball and just, I want to leave something behind that something, hopefully somebody remembers or somebody's positively affected, but signing means jack shit. Like if it happens, it happens. There you go. And that's a great answer again. And again, I feel like you are leaving your mark on the indies. You're leaving your mark in not just in 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 just the the fans' perspective, but you're leaving that mark on wrestling. And that's the biggest thing you can do. And not just saying that because we are friends, but just because I've seen what you've done and I've seen what you truly care about the business. That's another reason why with a podcast like this, it's showing if I have a person on, it's because they truly have that respect for the crowd. I appreciate that. And you're definitely someone that has that respect. Because like I said, from the from the first time I saw you do the ring announcing and do that for, again, a talent like Sunny Kiss, you came prepared, you came ready to do it. And since that day, it's just gotten better and better. So continue doing that. your thing, brother. You as well. It's been brother. awesome. This has been a pleasure. But again, guys, go follow Shane as well. You're going to want to see where Shane's going to be because if he's there, you're going to see some awesome talent and some awesome matches. So go to Twitter right now. Go follow at Shane Karma right there. Also on the Instagrams, go follow Shane. Welfare Productions. There you go. Wait, there, there's my last question before we end the podcast. Why aren't you following me on Instagram, Shane? That's all that right bonus. now. Jeez, oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> Let's make that happen see, right now. I, I'm going to make sure anywhere. now. 
Just because of that, I'm gonna hit up Smiley again. And be like, hey, just give him that's an extra rude. punch just for that. Just that's for the rude. Instagram. I'm weak on the gram. I, I gotta get my gram my gram together there. That's that's where everything is, man. The social media is guys. For real, it is though. But again, also if you want to follow me, like Shane's gonna do right now, Ooh. go to Instagram right now. Go follow me, Ray underscore Sanchez21. Go follow the Twitter at Ray underscore Sanchez27. And there we go. Ooh, go Again, that, 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 <laughs> that light isn't doing it. <laughs> Follow back. Follow there we it. go. There we there go. Is. There we go. There we go. It's 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 that that it's that, there. that angel light doesn't want to let you do <laughs> uh, it. But I got the notification, you, guys. So it's real. <laughs> but again, guys, thank you so much for watching. Shane, thank you so much for coming on. I'll be seeing Thanks, you this man. Saturday, brother. It's gonna be a Can't fun time. It's gonna be great. And again, guys, as always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people. And as always, respect the craft. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.